What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. Good, y'all. Back with another podcast. I know I skipped a week, but we back. Um, so I have a special guest right now, and I'm going to have him introduce himself. My name is Josiah Council uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm, a, I'm an artist, a creative uh, in the city. Um, yeah, and, and that's that's what I do. I'm, I make music. You know, I'm a, I'm a vibe sorcerer. You know, I don't know what you want to call it. Singer. Some people think I'm a rapper. Um, you know, but, but I really leave that up for, for everybody else's interpretation, you know, my listeners and everything. So that's me. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me so much. Of course, um, yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. I know. I just happened to, um, just be swiping on Instagram and I tried not to do that because you can go down a rabbit hole between Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and stuff. And then you, yeah. you on there for what, 10 minutes. And the next thing you know, it's been two hours. Yeah. Man, um, you lose your whole day. <laughs> no, seriously, but I happened to come across uh, one of your records, uh, the ad or whatever, and I was like, oh, I like this. Like, <laughs> um, And we'll play the record later. Um, But yeah, so um, thanks again for actually even doing the podcast and taking the time out of your day. Um, But um, just with, to get into some dialogue, just with everything that's happened within the last two years with COVID and the racial injustice, how has that um impacted your life or changed anything that you normally would do Mm. oh yeah well that's a lot man i um at the start of covid i was just starting to really curate my uh live sound um and and bring a band together and everything um invest in a lot of equipment to kind of like be in charge of my whole uh you know live performance aesthetic and everything um and covid kind of put that on pause um, and, and I, and I didn't really get to do that as soon as I'd like to, I, I would have liked to, have, but, um, when everything kind of came back and opened back up, um, I was, I really just picked up right where I started off and it was booming, like probably more than I would have, uh, you know, more than it would have, uh, been if I, if I would have started it before COVID, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was it was definitely uh, a learning process, kind of adjusting to like the new world and and what it is now, because um, everything is so different. But uh, you know, it was just a lot of hustling, a lot of finding creative ways to make money, um, and and I'm still here now, and I'm still doing what I love to do, and I'm making it work, uh, and I have been for for the past uh, year. And it's not just me. I got some, you know, people. That I'm that I'm uh, working with in, in a great support system and everything. Um, so uh, it's been a wild ride, to be honest. But but I can't complain because it was it was much harder for a lot of other people. Um, as far as the as far as the racial injustice and all of that, um, 
I mean, you know, obviously I'm a minority myself. Uh, so, so it, it was a sensitive topic for me, but even as an artist, um, it definitely made me think about, uh, you know, what I can do as an artist, you know, for my community, um, from, from content to, to other things. I, uh, actually started outside of, outside of putting out a song with, um, my brother who, who I do music with and I've like produced a lot of his, uh, records, Jesse council. Um, we formed sound council, which works as a label for us to, to do, uh, all of our music legitimately. That's awesome. Um, sound council LLC. Um, and uh, through that, we actually started this, uh, this merch line um, called the By Day Collection. I, I dropped an EP called By Day before the uh, pandemic hit and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I kind of flipped it uh, to, to go towards like um, minority communities, right? Like as far as taking life day by day and staying hopeful um you know with with everything we're going through it's for it's for minority communities as well as allies alike um where um 15 of the proceeds are given to an organization called race forward that that uh helps with uh, everything from media coverage to like mass incarceration they just have a more general focus um and and uh i did some research on them it seemed like a great organization to kind of give to um and uh yeah, so it kind of inspired me to to take as much action as I could, you know, with my platform that I have, even though it's like small, it's growing, you know, uh, whatever I could do, you know, I, I want to do and help my community. I'm passionate about that. Um, and it's it's different, too, because uh, I think that way you have to kind of you have to navigate things like you have to understand that, like, you're still an artist and and not necessarily like a, a I'm not like a civil rights activist or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like something like that. I'm just a minority and I care about my community. You know, I'm an artist. Um, but I think people get, it, it's weird when you have, when you're living your life on social media uh, or I guess what you want people to see, um, you know, they, they just want to put you in a box all the time, you know, yeah. but I'm no perfect person. And uh, I definitely don't want to be put into that box of like a civil rights activist <laughs> or something like that. Cause <laughs> Cause you gotta be way more perfect than yeah. that's like humanly possible. You feel me? Um, so, so yeah, it was, it was weird kind of like navigating that. And I saw like the different types of opportunities that were being presented to me as I started this campaign with like the by day collection was just like, I'm not that person, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm just an artist who, who loves his community um, at the end of the day. It wants to just help. Like I'm that type of guy. Um, so yeah, a lot of learning as an artist and, uh, you know, just, um, yeah, really getting creative with, with how to approach this thing. And, and it's still, still learning, you know, pandemic or no pandemic, it's a learning process. Um, but I'm grateful for it, man. This is what I signed up for. And, um, I'm just glad to still be doing what I love to do. You feel me? I feel that. Where, where can people um, get the collection at? JosiahCouncil.com. Yeah, so it's on my website um, under under the merch. So we got uh, three different colorways right now. Um, this is like the by day sun tea. Um, it's like a back design on it, pretty cool. Um, and it, and it has a custom lyric from one of the songs oh, off of the cool. EP. Um, it says, "I know you don't love me like you say you do," <laughs> and that's 
Uh, that's one of the main lyrics of my song, Say You Do, off of the By Day EP. A lot of people's favorite song off the EP. Um, While you speak of that, let's get into that record right now. Say You Do? Yeah, I was going to play that anyway, so, you know. Oh, oh, word. All right, so (laughs) let's just get into it. I'm going to pause you right there, and let's get into this record. Okay. I said, I know you don't love me like you say you do uh, yeah. I know you think you're popping, but you ain't that cool nah, nah. She said, I know you don't trust me like you say you do, 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 do. I said, I know I act a fool, but ain't a thing I wouldn't do for ya Ain't a thing I wouldn't do yeah. If your eyes wide open, see my Full devotion, but you keep on closing them pills and potions. Think they got you been. These days don't make sense. At least say we could be friends. Let's have a cheat. She said, I know you don't love me like you say you do. I know you think you're popping, but you ain't that cool. She said, I know you don't trust me like you say you do, 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 do. I said, I know I act a fool, but ain't a thing I wouldn't do for you. Ain't a thing I wouldn't do. You're too good to me to want to let go. And I don't usually fall for anyone. Cause it takes too much to show you which side I'm on And if that's not clear to see Then maybe I'm just anyone Might not make it uh, I can see the time's already come So that was Say You Do Off of the By Day Project uh, So tell us a little bit about this song Oh man, um, hmm I mean, it's a, it's a lot that goes into that song, man. Uh, I think um, I just actually did this interview with um, someone the other day, and I was talking about my, my new record that I just dropped. And it's like I always try to make like something that's kind of a feel-good vibe, but yeah. it usually has, you know, some just very raw lyrics in it. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like, you know, as, as I continue to create music, I see a trend with myself of like making, <laughs> making things that sound happy, but uh, really aren't that happy if you're just looking at the lyrics, you know? Yeah. Um, but this was a little more playful than, um, you know, dark as a, as just looking at the lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of a playful song anyway, like I'm kind of like poking fun in a way. <laughs> but um, yeah, this song is really just, uh, you know, about... <laughs> about the idea that um, you you feel a way about someone in a relationship, I guess, specifically, um, but they they might not feel uh, how, how you think your feelings are being conveyed, right? So if you say you love someone, um, they might not feel loved even though you do love them, you know? And That's it's this true. weird thing where it's like, you can say you care about someone or you can say you trust someone, like, but that person might not feel trusted or, or cared about. Um, and it's this weird, like kind of uh, situation that uh, 
you know, I think like unbalanced relationships uh, find, find themselves in. I think, I mean, I've found myself in that predicament, you know, too, where it's like, man, like I really care about this person, but they don't really understand that I care about them um, just because like of, of how my lifestyle is or like, you know, the, the departments I'm lacking in maybe. So it's just, it's just a weird thing that I think a lot of people have, have kind of been in, but um, I don't think that's really at the forefront of, of relationships, uh, at least as a topic of discussion, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it wasn't that deep, like when I, when I made the record, uh, but I just, I just thought about, I just thought about that, like, um, you know, like how, how people will, <laughs> will act that way. And it's like, man, like you don't even see like how much I, I'm really doing. You don't, you don't see the reason I care about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, um, I think a lot of that has to do with the, so like the way that you may love Nate may not be the way that somebody else loves. So therefore right. when they're not getting what they give out, and I think you might have a song about that too. Um, but anyways, um, if you're not, if they're not giving, you know, what you normally give out, um, then it doesn't translate the same. It's all about perception. Yeah, it really is, man. It's weird because, uh, you know, I think you you kind of uh, most most people kind of operate according to their perception. Mm -hmm. You know what love is like. Oh, what would I what would I need to feel loved or like? And sometimes that's a low bar for people, yeah. you know. Um, and sometimes that's a high bar for people. So it's just misunderstood in a lot of cases, um, you know. And, and sometimes it's really unfortunate when you're so when when you're so much of like different people you know to when two people are so different mm -hmm. um you know like they they want to kind of work but sometimes you're just it two just different people you yeah two different perspectives on life what what even down to your moral compass right like it's just like you might think certain things are okay and, and i might not and um you <laughs> that, know that reminds me of this one girl i went on a few dates with her and like the girl and then something happened where someone did something that was I felt was completely foul mm. and she didn't view it the same way and it yeah. turned me completely off like I was like yeah, yeah. this is done because we clearly yeah, don't man. have the same morals <laughs> like I, like in a decent human like humanity like so yeah no I've been there man I've really been there it's just like sometimes you're just on two different pages mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because you could really care about a person, but you can just understand that that's probably never going to work yeah. out just because you're so different and like you can't think or maybe, you know, down the road, something, you know, will, will happen and it comes back full circle. But um, yeah, that song really spoke to to that really being on two different pages and, and being misunderstood within a relationship, you know, on one side, you're feeling like, you know, you're you're doing everything you need to do and you're underappreciated. And the other person is just like, you know, <laughs> feeling the same way, underappreciated yeah. and like, and all of this stuff, but being blind to some things that they kind of just ignore, I guess, um, you know, so it's just, it's tough, man. Like no, that relationship is. thing is, is tricky. For do, sure. you, um, do you know your love language? Um, yeah, so it's, uh, what, what are the five? It's like, it's like, I should look. Yeah. I should have looked that up before I asked you the uh, question, huh? <laughs> or something like that. Like I'm not big into gifts. Um, 
And actually, like, I, I prefer not to <laughs> receive gifts, to be honest. Um, Why is that? Um, You know what? It's just like, uh, it's always a thing, right? Where you, I don't know, for me, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like automatically indebted if someone gives me like a huge gift, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I and I don't it. like to be in debt to anybody, <laughs> you know? And that's probably a weird thing to think of about like in a relationship, you know? Um, but, but also that, that just comes from a place of not wanting to get like in too deep when you see things not working, you don't want to get like deeper than it already is, yeah. you know, you shy away from the things like, yo, let's not give gifts. Like, let's not, you know, um, cause you kind of see like it's, it's on a, on a bad track and you, you shy away from like, yeah, it's deep. funny. Like my cousins or something, like when they all get girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever, I'm like, oh, don't give them a gift too soon. And they're like, why I was it? Because that. That sets an expectation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then when something comes around and you don't get them a gift for this, they're going to think that you, you know, whatever, you're cheating or you're doing all this other stuff because you set the bar too high in the beginning of the relationship. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's just like, <laughs> like, I've had people, like, give me gifts and everything. We not even a thing, like, just been on, like, some dates. And I'm just like, I'm talking balloons and everything. I'm just <laughs> It's just not it. So, but I think out of the love languages, I think. Um, so the, the love languages are um, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think physical touch is definitely like number one, <laughs> but I think a close second is uh, acts of service, just in a way that like, like, I don't know. Um, as opposed to to gifts, it's more like meaningful to do meaningful things than to yeah. give meaningful things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. You know, like actually speak louder than words, right? So, um, yeah, I think that's up there for me too. But, but yeah, I mean, physical physical touch is probably like number one. Yeah. <laughs> mine. I took the quiz. That's the only reason why I know mine's, and it's a quality time, and. Mm. I didn't think that at first, actually, because I'm like, I really don't care to hang out with people. But I guess the people that I do care about, I enjoy their company. And I'd rather have that than yeah. to talk on the phone or text or whatever the case is. I'll, put, I'll probably put that as like number three or something. <laughs> so what do you feel your self-worth is based on? Whoa, these are great questions. <laughs> I try, I try. Um, what do I feel me. like? <laughs> what do I feel like my self-worth is based on? Um, yeah, I think I think it comes from um hmm, this is some shit you really gotta like like take a second and think about. <laughs> this is deep. Um yeah, what is my self-worth based on? Um yeah, I'd probably say. It's really, it's really not like how I compare to others. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's more, um, honestly, I just think it's innate more than anything, right? Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I think you're either like born with this idea that, that you're kind of like <laughs> worth a lot or, or worth a little. And, and I think that you know, uh, nurturing is, it plays a role in it too, right? Mm -hmm. If you come up in like, you know, uh, 
around a lot of people that that degrade you, you might not think you're you're worth as much. Um, but but I I I came from uh, an uplifting kind of environment myself. I was lucky enough to do that. So I think between I think yeah, I would I would probably say nurturing has more to do with it than nature, to be honest. Um, cause, cause part of me does feel like I'm just naturally like, uh, I, I have a high sense of like self self worth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because of the environment I was in growing up, um, you know, I definitely, I definitely think I, I like, that's where I draw my self worth. I mean, like growing up my, um, you know, I was always told, you know, I could, I could be whatever I wanted to be. I could I could do whatever I wanted to do if I put my mind to it. Like the sky's the limit, or there is no limit. Um, and and I was always like I was musically inclined and everything, kind of growing up, always singing and everything. So, um, you know, I was like at the forefront a lot of times, and and was encouraged at the same time to to kind of like do what I was doing, right? It was in, excuse me, it was more in more of a religious environment. Um, so, you know, my family wouldn't approve of, <laughs> of what I'm doing like now, to be honest. Oh, really? but, yeah, yeah. Just because it's like secular now, I was raising it like really uh, very much like religious household. Like my father's a pastor, my grandparents are the pastors of the church I grew up in and started doing music in and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was definitely like outstanding, like as a, as a kid growing up. Um, why did you change the paths? Like, why? why, why did you, yeah, yeah. Why not do gospel music? Why do secular music instead? Oh, um, well, uh, I I just am no like I I kind of just got away from religion altogether. Um, just growing up so close to it and in such a strict uh way, it was kind of like shoved down, yeah, you I know, my throat as a as a, a kid and like my siblings as well, um. So I think uh, that just caused me to kind of like, I was close enough to see like where a lot of fallacies were. Uh, a lot of stuff didn't make sense for me. I grew up in a very sheltered environment, but it wasn't until like I got older, went to public school and everything like that, that I started to be able to think for myself and like see the world for for what it really is and, and start to ask different questions and, um, and found like different answers, you know, um, or no answers at all. And I think, uh, um, between that and uh, a big part uh, of uh, me turning away from religion was was my brother who uh, came out as gay um, when and we're all like really close. Me, my brother, and my sister were mm-hmm. like like uh, eighteen months apart. And um, when he when he came out like right before he was leaving for college, it was like a huge thing in my family. And and as uh, as kids and being so religious like you know where he was taught to like hate himself and hate people like him mm-hmm. you know and um and judge people like him and, and discriminate against those types of people um and and when that when that all kind of happened and and i really got to understand like his experience um that was the, probably the biggest turning point for me and just realizing like, yeah, this whole, like, thing isn't for me, <laughs> you yes. know, uh, especially not to represent musically. And and I think, I mean, even outside of uh, not not really being affiliated, like, re- with religion or not being a religious person, I think 
just doing gospel music is like very limiting too at the same time. And I mean, I did it for a second when I was in the church and um, was like in charge of like a lot of the music and everything like that. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, even as someone out, outside of religion, I don't want to write about one thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. you know, and I don't want to be, I don't want to be confined by anything creatively. Like that's, that's probably what I'm, what I take like the, the most serious is um, having creative freedom you know, um, and not like letting too many other influences like kind of influence that. Um, and I think you're automatically limiting yourself uh, if you're just doing gospel music, just you can only talk about God or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I just, I just don't, I, I love my freedom, man. <laughs> Creatively, that. personally, you know, physically, I'm just like, um, I'm a free spirit, you feel me? Um, and that was just like confining for real. Okay. So how, how are you, how would you say you're different from whom you portray to the outside world? Mm. Um, I think the biggest thing is <laughs> like on online and on Instagram. And to be honest, like I really try to be like myself as much as I can. Cause I don't want to get stuck in a cycle of portraying like some image that's yeah. not me that's not really efficient to to maintain that on like this journey as an independent artist um but i think uh people would be surprised as to like how much i like to be alone you know as a as opposed to like like you look at my instagram for instance and you just like see me with a lot of people mm -hmm. um a lot of times and you know but you know i i say like i'm a personable person but i also realize like connections uh you know, are advantageous, especially on the path that I'm on. Um, so I maximize, you know, opportun my opportunities and, and connections that I can make and everything. So I'm, I'm usually like out in the mix a lot of times, but I definitely value my alone time. I like being alone a lot of times. Um, and, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm probably, I, I would say the, the image I portray is, is authentically me, but it's just, one part of me you know what i'm saying yeah that makes sense um so it's definitely me but it's just like definitely not all of me <laughs> you know i'm definitely uh i'm more of a reserved person as far as like just putting my business my personal business out there and like you know uh i just kind of keep that like low-key um for the most part and and just uh have my platform you know relate to to music and, and the business side of things and what i what i have going and just attract the people that are attracted to that side of who i am you know um and at the same time i don't want to be like robotic you know i still want to have personality like on uh you know uh social platforms social media uh but but yeah i think i think the biggest thing is probably like um, I'm definitely like I like to be alone more than people probably think. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. Like I, one of my friends is staying with me right now, and like he's always out and about and doing something, and I'm like that just seems exhausting. I go out when I need to go out, meet, yeah. you know, hang with whoever I need to in that moment, and then I come right back home. I'm not trying to go out. I'm not trying to do anything. Maybe because I'm of an older age now that I'm not out and about anymore, but. I like my alone time. I like chilling by myself. I, I enjoy that more than hanging with other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I and I trust me, like, 
like the support system I have with this is a lot of like my my close homies and people I'm I'm very uh lucky to call friends and family you know and and I'm around them a lot <laughs> you know and it's always love when we link up you know but I think everybody just needs a balance of uh you know their energy output right yeah and and I feel like a lot of a lot of times I am like putting out a lot of energy between a lot of people. So I think that just makes me like, uh, that makes me feel like my alone time is like even more special. And I, and I really mm. uh, try to, like, I just really try to like uh, appreciate the, when I, when I have alone time, you know, but <laughs> I, I don't that often. So what would you say your favorite imperfection about yourself is? My favorite imperfection um man who <laughs> and i know it's hard for you guys to to answer these questions like i'll read them and then i just go on and I'll let you guys answer them and then when i think about it i'm like dang i don't even know if i can answer these <laughs> yeah be a little more perspective um my favorite imperfection <laughs> uh I'd probably say hmm. I think uh my favorite imperfection is probably that like I'm uh I'm not very uh man that's <laughs> that's a tough that's a tough one. Okay, I, I could go a few different ways. <laughs> um being perfect, right? man are do you are you even supposed to favor your imperfections <laughs> i think that i think that's the the true meaning of actually loving yourself yeah oh word favoring your imperfections like all of them or like because because not all imperfections not be... everyone is good but like for instance with me i think one of my one is like people say that i'm too honest but i don't think that me being too honest is actually a bad thing I think that people are used to people being fake towards them. So if I don't like something or if I see something that looks foul on yours, whatever the case is, I'm just going to tell you. Um, yeah. And it, but I'll, I'll try to do it with a little tact. Sometimes it doesn't come with any tact, so it can come off harsh. But again, I feel like we're oversensitive. Um, so that's an imperfection where I could just, you know, either, you know, be softer in my delivery with people um but i, mean, I like, no, like that i am yeah i don't think that's an imperfection you know what i'm saying like that's not hear some of the stuff i've told people <laughs> Word? yeah I don't know what it is. if you're being honest like you know i don't think that's an imperfection like we're all different i think we're yeah like that's a deeper conversation because yeah <laughs> because uh i mean at first i guess we have to define like what imperfect is but at the same time that that alludes to there being like a standard of normalcy right i think that's true i think we're, we're all like so different and, and we should just accept these these differences we have instead of like you know uh kind of making a standard of like what's ideal and what's not ideal right it's like um you know some some people sugarcoat things and comfort people and take into consideration their emotions you know and some people are just blunt and and just straight up and honest right and yeah even being somebody who has a lot of different connections um and, and friends and everything um you know some people are 
one and some people are the other. And it's like, I understand those are different types of people. And I love like both of those different types of people, um, you know, for different reasons. Um, I mean, even for those reasons specifically, right. I think like, I appreciate my blunt friends and, and I know like what rooms to bring them into and what rooms to <laughs> hide and like who to bring them around and not, you know, it's just, we're all different. You feel me? So, um, you know, I, I think, I think it gets, it gets a little gray when you're talking about imperfections, but for the sake of the question, <laughs> uh, for the sake of the question, uh, I'll say, um, I'd probably say like, uh, my uncompromising, you know, side, <laughs> uh, it's probably my favorite imperfection. Um, you know, and I think there's like little compromises, you know, that, that are had in some places, but, um, I think, for me, I'm, I'm really someone who, um, you know, if I, if I want something a certain way, you know, especially creatively, I'm going to strive my best to achieve that. Um, and that's like problematic a lot of times, like within relationships, right? Yeah. (laughs) Because, because it's honestly healthy relationships are built off of compromise and you compromise, you know, uh, certain things for, for people, uh, you know, when, when you prioritize them. Um, but, uh, I like that side of myself because I think, uh, it's going to take me to where I ultimately want to be. And that's taken me this far. Um, but, uh, you know, it's definitely like, (laughs) it's definitely problematic sometimes when you, when you need to be more compromising, but that's a part of like, you know, being self-aware and realizing like what's right for you and and what's Mm not. you know, I just don't need to put myself in those situations where compromise is, uh, you know, uh, very necessary. You feel me? <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Well, I'm going to play another one of your records. Okay, what's what's this one? Uh, this is Truth. Oh, word. Okay, let's go. Right, here we go. <laughs> just tell me the truth. Do me like I do. Just tell me the yeah. even when I screw up. Just tell me the truth. Do me like I do, yeah. Make me better. You and me forever. You and me right, never change your mind. Always in sight when you wake up. Truthfully, I never been a liar. Tell me what it is you're afraid of. I won't waste your time before the night comes. Face to face, can we be face to face? Only one, tell me I'm the only one. One to world, I'll show you some. Look at just how far we come, babe. I'm like, all I want, all I want is you and nothing. Let me just get a party. Yeah, baby, don't lie to me. I'm just telling you the truth. Do me like I do, yeah. Just tell me the even when I screw up, just tell me the truth. Do me like I do, yeah. Make me better. You in me forever. Yeah. Just tell me the truth. Do me like I do, yeah. Just tell me the yeah. even when I screw up. Just tell me the truth. Do me like I do, yeah. Make me better. You in me forever. Sir. Yeah, it's great.
record. Um, so, and speaking of telling people the truth and, you know, doing people how they do you, that's kind of what I was going with earlier in the Ooh. aspect of when I asked the question earlier. But I will say that I think that the misconception that we've learned all our lives as our parents teach us or whatever is like, oh, treat people how you want to be treated. And, but in reality, that's not necessarily the best thing because sometimes I may not want to be treated how you want to be treated. So depending on what the circumstances are or what the issue is or whatever, then that's not necessarily, in my opinion, it's not necessarily the best thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a very good point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that goes back to perspective again. Yeah. Right? Just like, um, you know, most, I, I think most people wouldn't want me to treat them how, I mean, yeah. Maybe they would, but I just think, yeah, I think I have a unique sense of like how, how I want to be treated as far as like just being straight up and like, like blunt and like, tell me what it is a hundred percent. Like if I'm wrong, let me know, you know? Um, and, and that's just how I like to keep it. And those are the type of people I, I want to keep around me, you know, but most people, they, they don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, no, I'm the same <laughs> way. Like, tell me if I'm doing something wrong or let me know, you know, straight up, don't sugarcoat something or don't tell me when I bring up something about you, don't mention what well, you did this to me because I, I ain't going to want to hear it then because uh, <laughs> you should have told me when it happened. Um, right. But then I know that, like, for instance, I had a friend that he hit me up and he's like, oh, we were supposed to do something. And he was like, oh, is it cool if I invite such and such? while i'm on speaker and such and such is with him don't put me on the spot one i don't care if he came or not but now i don't want him to come because you put me on the spot yeah don't put me in that position (laughs) exactly to look like an asshole so i end up not going at all like i was i just canceled it i was like you know actually it like it ain't has nothing to do with dude you know, but I don't even want to hang out anymore just because you did that. Yeah, why do you, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you a thousand. <laughs> I feel you a thousand percent. Um, yeah, that's a good point, though. That's a good point, though. Not everybody wants to be treated the same yeah. way. He didn't see anything wrong with it. He wouldn't have cared if I did that to him, but clearly mm-hmm. I do, you know? Right, right. He's never done it again. <laughs> right. But, yeah, so um, just to get into some more, some more dialogue and some deeper questions – um, how do you feel that you sabotage yourself? Oh man, how do I sabotage myself? Um, do I sabotage myself? Um, I guess the closest thing to me sabotaging myself is, is, uh, yeah, like I, I always, like my perception of time is just skewed. <laughs> like I always think I could do a thousand different things in like an hour and <laughs> it happens. It, yeah. It, I mean, a lot of times like, man, things, things end up working out, you know, which reinforces the idea. Um, but uh, I think, um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably how I'm sabotaging myself. I'm probably sabotaging my mental health, honestly. Like, of mental uh, health. I'm always, I'm always doing like trying to do a thousand things at once. And sometimes it's just unrealistic. Um, Sometimes I get burnt out by that. Uh, But sometimes I get a lot accomplished by that too. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword, right? Um, You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But outside of that, I want to say I really like, 
I'm going to sabotage myself, <laughs> you know, uh, but that's definitely the closest thing to it, man. That's where, that's where I get caught up. That's where I get in trouble, man. Like, especially on some relationship shit. Like, <laughs> dog, man, it's, it's bad. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's definitely like a department. I, I've recently really like, I think I've gotten better in that department. Some of my friends would probably disagree, but you know, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> Uh, I know yeah. I'm always I'm always late to any and and everything. Like I'm I mean, late. if it's like one, if it's a, it's a, if it's a like function, like a, a party or something, like I'm not showing up on time. Like it's just not. Yeah. Happening. Mm-hmm. And now, then the I, only time I do show up on time is when I want to leave early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's actually probably true. <laughs> like if you gotta leave early and just show yeah. face. Yeah. But I mean, if a bag is involved and I'm getting this money, like I'm gonna be on time, you know. I feel um, you know, but I also I also want to because because that's another thing too, where it's like uh, I didn't realize how how much that reflected um, on on to people on like how much you care, how much you value their time, right? So it's like mm-hmm. if you're late to something, a lot of people feel like you don't value their time if you're late. You know, and, and back to perspective, like you might not see it like that. You might not mean anything by that. You know, you might not even think your time is more important than anybody else's. But that's how it's shown. Yeah, you know, that's very true. Um, that's, and that, that's how people feel. So it's like I had to really understand that. And honestly, my last relationship, um, that <laughs> my last relationship really showed me that, you know, uh, that that's how a, a lot of people might look at it. So that's definitely something I try to keep in mind you know um when when i'm especially doing business you know i'm i'm usually like on time when i'm like doing business related things but uh when it comes to like some social shit <laughs> it's just like some of my friends hate me for it but what do i like showing up early to a party yeah. or on time for a party i'm just like and it's you funny know? though because i could be late but if i'm late then you should be on time especially if i'm picking you up you should be ready you should already be outside waiting for me if I'm but then, it, then it's like that thing, like, you know, if somebody knows you well enough, they yeah. you, you know, so if they say, if they say nine o'clock, they know you pulling up at nine 30 yeah. and you actually pull up at nine 30. Now they late. Cause they thought you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's, it's, it's just easier for everybody to be on time. Like that's at least, true. at least say whenever you pulling up, pull up at that time, whether that's late or not. See my thing, I just think I can like beat time for some weird reason. <laughs> and, and like, if I'm showing up at 10, when really I need to say I'm showing up at 1030 because I can't make 10 work. I'm just like, that's why I really need to just be like, all right, can I realistically yeah. like make this time work? Probably not. You know, bro, it's, it's just a part of growing, man. We got to do better. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. My issue is, is getting ready, though. Like I changed maybe once, twice because I thought the outfit was going to look cool and it doesn't it doesn't feel it doesn't fit my energy in that moment. Bro, bro it's bad. It's bad. Don't even get me started on the fits. Dog. Like, it's, it's bad. I'm way better than I used to be. But, you know, it's just it's just tough sometimes, yeah. man. You got to especially if it's an event like, you know, you got to pull up. Fly, like, yeah. You know, the fit got to hit, man. So I feel you, dog. I understand you, bro, if nobody else does. <laughs> so you said something about uh, your mental health. So my question is, how do you respond to emotional pain? Um. Yeah, honestly, man, uh, way I respond to emotional pain, like, it's funny because a lot of people turn to music, like, 
to like get the pain out right (laughs) but for me i just like deal with the pain and and let time like do its work because i can't really create in a in a negative place and that's why all of my songs end up being like upbeat or like happier that makes sense (laughs) just because like it's kind of after i've gone through it that i write about it and not like during because it's hard to create yeah when i'm when i'm in that like mental space because that's all i'm thinking about right so so emotional pain i uh you know, I just process it and I and I really just understand it takes time, man. It does. That's the only way to get through that, man. Like I really don't even I don't even be wanting to talk to people about like emotional stuff I'm going through, like especially outside of my brother. I probably talk to no one about that. Why is just that? Because, um uh I just know like, you know, and a lot of my a lot of my friends pro- like keep trying to get me to uh go to a therapist not not for anything like specific but just in general they think like a lot of people think it's good practice to just see a therapist right um but i just honestly you know i feel like no one really understands you uh like you do right and and i think a lot of therapy is getting you to realize like yourself um you know what the solution is because you know yourself best right so a therapist might ask certain questions for you to like can't draw a conclusion to you uh, by yourself right but i feel like for myself like i do that anyway um because i i'm i'm pretty like introspective i guess um and and i ask and answer questions like myself like inwardly right and and reach conclusions um you know so i think uh you know my well is it better to talk to somebody about it maybe someone professional but i think as far as like friends and everything i'm just like man I don't know. Like when people talk to me about stuff, it's just like, I'm, I don't really, <laughs> like I'm not the type of person that really wants to hear like your relationship problems and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, like real, like I'm not like my brother is that type of person, like mm-hmm. sit him down and, and cry to him about like your boy problems and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, but I am really not the guy. Like I'm just not that type of person. You know, yeah. I wish I was more like consoling and more like, you know, but truthfully, I'm just like, cause me, it's just like certain stuff is just stupid. Like, you know, people yeah. cry about the dumbest shit. No. And I'm just like, having me is just like, bro. Like, Mason, bro. This, this I'm a life coach too. So I hear the stuff all the time. Yeah. Like and... this is silly, bro. Like, yeah, you're wasting my time. Like, why am I here? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, a lot of it is that. And a lot of people know what they really need to do. They just like, you know, and, and I'm not like, yeah, honest, I, I should try to be more consoling, maybe, I guess, but that's just really not me at the end of the day. So because I don't feel like, you know, uh, people should <laughs> should come to me for a lot of this stuff. And trust me, like I have friends that I talk through like issues with, you know, it's not like I'm closed off. And, yeah. you know, my homies I care about can come to me about stuff. But um, I think it's just because how I how I view it, I don't really go to anybody else with like my issues or anything necessarily um yeah, yeah i can relate to that i'm i'm the same way i feel, I always say that i'm very philosophical so when yeah. you know like i i understand things i get stuff I, I don't dwell on stuff if stuff happens like shit happens like you know and then i just try to move on yeah i may be sad but you like i'm not a crier you're not gonna see me cry you're not going mm-hmm. to like you know like and then i think that like most of the people come to me with their stuff and like some people want me to go to them with stuff that i may be going through but yeah. i see how you handle your stuff so what would i really be going to you for 
<laughs> not no shade or anything, but like, I'm just like, you're, I'm definitely not going to take advice from you. And if you want me to come to you so I can just vent or whatever, like, I don't need that. Like, that, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Like, they, <laughs> they probably just going to, like, because I really, like, with problems I go through, I'm really, like, walking myself through situations, asking myself questions. So it's like 90% of the time, like, they're not about to drop any new knowledge on me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, maybe, maybe like an old head who's like, you know, but they sometimes they're just stuck in their ways and they don't understand yeah. this new culture. So it's just like, you're not about to bring anything up that I haven't thought about, you know, myself, because I've been going through this and, and, and dealing with this for like a week, right? So it's like, I've had a week to process all of this. And, and yeah. you're just telling me like some shit I already <laughs> thought about, you know? So it's like, but I will say though, I do, um, dealing with emotional pain, like I definitely keep busy, um, you know, a lot. And I think I, I'm not really one to like, I don't really like to have too much of a mind, an idle mind, right? Where I'm not like doing anything because even if I didn't just go through something, like I can go down like a rabbit hole. Uh, a, yeah, a rabbit hole just because like I'm always thinking and thinking and thinking about like, just everything, every possibility, every outcome is just like, I think like way too much to just like have an idle mind sometimes. So it's just like, I need to like stay busy. And I think that's where a lot of my hustle kind of comes from too, is just not wanting to sit around and not do anything right. Um, and just keep my mind off of stuff. Like if I'm, yeah, if I'm going through something like, I don't want to think about that, man. I want to like, let me go out here and do this, do that, just stay busy. And so I won't have to like, but you know, over time you're gonna have to like face it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, definitely. It just takes time, man. And, and a big part of dealing with pain is just understanding that it takes time. That's the only way. Sometimes, like, it's not like you could do something or like you'll feel like automatically better. But you know, you just gotta wait it out, dug it out for real. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel like most of the stuff that I go through has to do with friendships and stuff. Because people, I, I don't want to say they take my kindness for weakness or anything like that, but like, and I don't even want to say they take advantage of me because I don't feel that someone could take advantage of me because regardless of whatever I did, I did because I wanted to do it, not because you, you needed it in a sense. Right. Um, so I, I don't think that anybody could take advantage of me. However, um, people do be trying me. <laughs> and I think that the older I get, I've become a bit softer to certain things and I just let shit go and because I let stuff go people think that they can keep doing certain things oh yeah yeah see see no I um yeah I think you got like about one time like I'll let you slide <laughs> and <laughs> you know if I peep something but I'm just the type of person because I am really in my head like if somebody does something especially if they're like kind of close to me and like I'm around them like that'll that'll bug me and i'll be thinking about that and i don't have time to just like give that energy and be thinking about it and the only way for me to not think about it is to say something to you you yeah. know what i'm saying so like i i feel like i i didn't came across that problem too many times to where it's, i'm at the point where it's like yeah like if it's if it's something like i got a problem with i have to say something for myself you know what i'm saying like i'm not, i might not even be that heated at you but and it might not even seem like that big of a deal but i at least got to address it because i'm just gonna think about it like yeah OD, you know, like so, so yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, like, if something is like bothering me, or yeah, that's not cool, or like, <laughs> you yeah, know, I think that that would be uh, something that I I need to work on, and I feel like that's why I I haven't set up the right boundaries for certain people, certain things in that demeanor, because I just let stuff slide. Because I'm just like, at the end of the day, you did this, but it's not even a big deal for me to even 
Mm, make a big you, yeah. yeah say anything about it. it's not even that big of a deal so i let it go but then then the shit keeps happening and now i'm like okay i'm gonna come at you hard and then you're gonna yeah. be wondering why i'm coming at you so hard <laughs> right yeah, i just need to say something in the straight jump of things but right. i want to get into your latest single um tell us a little bit about it still practice man um yeah that was definitely one of those songs where uh you know, they it, it had some had some raw lyrics and some uh, dark kind of lyrics, um, but it's still a vibe. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you cannot move to that record. Like uh, still feel good. Like sing along type joint. Yes. Um, but but yeah, that record was just a uh, kind of as my relationship that I was in was kind of um, on a downward, you know, on on a decline, <laughs> downward spiral. <laughs> um, and it was just like, damn, man, I uh, I haven't been in many relationships. Um, and the ones I've been in, you know, I, I really learned that it's just not for me right now <laughs> because because I'm like, you know, uncompromising type and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and things like that. It's just like uh, I really realized, like, damn, I'm really not good at this shit. Like, <laughs> and. And I don't know, you know, if, if you're doing, if you're trying a certain thing out, you know, a lot and, and you're seeing like the same outcome, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to realize like, yo, it's you for real, you know, it's yeah. not even that person all of the time, you know, and there's things on both sides, but, um, you know, it's just me being straight up, me being honest, you know, me being me, you know, and it's nothing to like take pride in at all. You know, I wish I was good at at love <laughs> but 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 the uh the um yeah the main lyric of the song is i'm bad at love you know but i'm still practicing right um and it's like yeah it's just um me me kind of coming to terms with uh you know the the lifestyle that i live you know like and and how committed i am to to my goals uh how serious it is for me um you know coming to terms with the fact that it's it's probably not ideal to be in a relationship uh while i while i do what i do you know and i've tried it thinking that already and it, and it still you know hasn't worked out so it's like um might just be the wrong know, person i mean that too you know but but ultimately like i'm just like man the, the amount of shit I'm, I'm dealing with on a day-to-day um and, and things are just about to get you know more crazy i think uh it's just I, I know I know I need like to just focus on myself before you know I get into that you know um, because I know like relation I know what relationships take to succeed and I just know I don't have that to give you know at the moment so um, this is me like kind of understanding that it's like yo I was really trying you know this time around to to try to you know make it work especially like. You just look throw all logic out the window, right? When you when you're very interested in a person, you yeah. really care about a person, and and emotions get in the way. You just uh, think illogically, right? All of us do. You know, you can be the most logical person. I mean, I, there was a time I, w- I was like messing with somebody who was literally a um, she she specialized in risk management, <laughs> but but even this person can't like think logically and assess and assess the risk of getting involved with, with certain people <laughs> uh, because she's emotional. 
you know, but that's just facts. Yeah. That's just facts. And it's something that that person has admitted to me. Um, and it's like, damn, like that really showed me, whoa, like once emotions get in the way, man, because I'm a logical guy, but it's like, you do some illogical shit when, when <laughs> you know, you're, uh, you're thinking with your, with your heart and not your head. Um, so, so yeah, I, uh, it's just me, me realizing like, yeah, I'm this, this isn't going to work because of me, you know, at the end of the mm-hmm. day, but I did try. Um, and, and I'll continue to try, you know, maybe not right now, but I want to get good at this thing, you know, and have something succeed, you know, cause everybody wants something special, like with somebody, yeah. you know, whatever that looks like in their head. Um, and it's just, yeah, it just speaks to the struggle of that trying to find, trying to find love, like as, as young people and, and navigate, you know, this world, um, you know, and yeah, it's just, a, it's just a tough it was a tough situation and um you know i uh i definitely expressed that in the song you know but i made a vibe man <laughs> so, <laughs> so at least i can you know dance to it you feel me yes. and I don't, I don't gotta cry to it you feel me <laughs> well let's get into the record this is still practice but. yeah you think about me I know that you'll never fall back in love Even if you take it slowly Probably never find your way back to us Been another night with no sleep No, you better stop acting up Cause I've been here before, it's not sweet, not sweet, not sweet Things are getting ugly, ugly Still practicing, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm bad in love, but I'm still practicing. Only if you knew that I was trying to do better. Okay. Only time that you believe me when I write these love letters. Okay. You just couldn't make it easy, could you? Gotcha. While you're leaving, would you pick up all them pieces, put your heart back together? I'm hoping that it's just broke. Baby, I'm hoping that it's not stolen Baby, I'm open just like I'm supposed to be But it don't mean shit Cause I know what you think about me I know that you'll never fall back in love Even if you take it slowly Probably never find your way back to us Been another night with no sleep No, you better stop acting up Cause I've been here before, it's not sweet, not sweet, not sweet Things are getting ugly, ugly, yeah Oh, I'm bad in love, but I'm still practicing, yeah Oh, I'm bad in love, but I'm still practicing Yeah, and that's the record I had heard. I seen the ad, and I was like, oh, wait, "What the hell is this?" Like, and every once in a while, I'll find a few artists like that just be swiping on Instagram. So the ads do work, people. Word, no, honestly, the ads work. I'm not gonna lie, the ads definitely work. <laughs> Especially, yeah, that ad, man. People was really uh, 
you know, I guess have, having a good song probably helps. That's true. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, definitely investing into into advertisement, like, because at the end of the day, like, that's what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it takes money to to do this. So, so you know, you got to make it work somehow. But um, yeah, what uh, out, of, out of all of the songs that you've been uh, listening to, what's what's your favorite of mine? Oh, that one. And then right. I would probably have to say, uh, say you do. Mm, word. Okay, gotcha. And then, gotcha. yeah, but I listened to all the records because I was like, what am I going to play? So I listened to all, everything you had out there. And um, those are the ones that I, the top three that I chose. Wow, that's crazy. I appreciate the love, man. I appreciate you listening for sure. Of course. And then I have a playlist that's coming out on the 18th called Vibe Sold Separately. And that record's going to be on there. And so, funny story, I've been working like, if y'all listen to my podcast religiously, you know that I've been talking about this damn playlist since June, and I haven't released it yet. <laughs> it's just because I, I'm a perfectionist. Like, I used to work in the music industry, um, and so I, I, it just has to be perfect. And, like, some of the songs just don't line up, and then somebody, someone to come out with a new song, and I'm like, it has to be, I want it to be 50 songs. And I have to, you know, like, it just, everything's perfect, and it Whoa. just... And then, like, so in the playlist that I do, like, I place them in the precise order. So I want y'all to listen to them from beginning to end. But if you want to put it on random, you can. Uh, uh, so, like, uh, I, I put a lot of effort into this. Heavily curated, it sounds yeah. like. Yes, definitely. I need to hit up uh, some. I was talking to one of the producers about that, and he said he knows somebody. And Ooh. I want to specifically be a curator for Amazon. Uh, music. The reason being is because they ain't really got any. <laughs> like, oh, their playlists are really slim to none. Whereas most people always go to to Apple or they go to Spotify. But you know Amazon, you can. Most people in their house have an Alexa. Um, stop. See, she was going on right now. Um, and yeah. just to tell her to play my playlist or play the playlist, then you're, right. you're golden. So it's gonna be fifty songs. It's gonna be fifty songs. You're on there. Um. Oh, man. Um, and it's called Vibe so Vibe Sold Separately. Terrell Garnett presents Vibe Sold Separately. So y'all can get that on the 18th. Uh, and I've been saying that, but I promise it's coming out on the 18th. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, but um, I, thank you for doing this interview. I do have um, one more question for you. Um, yeah. If you could choose three people to share an intimate meal with, who, who would it be? Living or dead, doesn't matter. And why? Three people to share an intimate meal with. Um, man, I mean, one would definitely have to be Michael Jackson, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, he's literally like a deity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, definitely Michael Jackson, because he's he's probably the most, one of the most influential people to have, like, graced this planet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as far as, like, social um, you know, even outside of like the music, like he just, man, he was just, he was amazing. So yeah, I definitely want to, <laughs> definitely want to, uh, and I'm just like, I'm still mad that I just never got to see that man live. But, yeah. I probably wouldn't um, even know what to say to him. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do a, a podcast with him. I wouldn't know what to, bro. I'd be in awe. I would have so many questions. I would yeah. have so many questions for him. Like, you know, like, cause I'm with someone that prioritizes originality, like over almost everything. You know, or I guess just being being the best version of yourself that you can be. You know, that's that's what I try to live by, and I try to be me. You know, but but the best version of me, right? 
And I just think he's like, like the, the forefather of that, yeah. <laughs> you know, model. Um, but yeah, Michael Jackson, uh, man. I'm also oh one of one of my one of my imperfections is like formulating lists and stuff <laughs> like that. So um admittedly, but uh second person would probably be man, I might have to go with uh maybe let's just say Denzel. <laughs> Denzel Washington because he's iconic. Um, who else, man? Man, okay, I got one. I got one more meal. Who am I gonna? Who am I gonna spend it with? <laughs> I'm just trying to get some knowledge, man. I'm just trying to get some game. I also, I also do like acting and modeling, like in the city, to to pay the bills, you know. Um, so. Uh, so he, I might be able to learn something from him. <laughs> um, what we got, man? I need one more person, man. You said dead or alive? Dead or alive. You already chose somebody dead, so. <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, you can choose another person. Who cares? <laughs> uh, man, okay, this got to be good. I don't want to have, like, a mediocre list. Like I, <laughs> I just threw Denzel. Denzel's a goat, but I just like feel like if I had a second thing. Um, last person, let's just say, uh, man, probably Oprah Winfrey. Why? Yeah, probably Oprah, cause, um. Man, she's like, I feel like she's such a grandma figure, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I just grew up watching her as a lot of us did. But um, I just think, man, she has so much knowledge to impart, you know? Um, and I, I just feel like I could learn a lot from from all of those people. But honestly, man, I just want to sit down with Michael Jackson one time and just get <laughs> the game, you feel me? Uh, that's that's it, you know? I'm, I'm here for Oprah and... <laughs> <laughs> and uh Denzel too but but yeah just to man like just thinking about the connections and everything and just like you know we're talking about Oprah Winfrey like yeah she's she's yeah. probably number two than Denzel I think he will understand <laughs> <laughs> uh but but yeah we'll go we'll go with that you know I might honestly like have to take a second and amend the list but yeah, just MJ's at the top MJ's at the top for sure man yeah that's nah, I would say I can't Every time I think about this, I always change my answers. Um, but one and one person that I would still always say would be Janet Jackson. Like she, I watched her. Do- I don't know if you've seen her Lifetime documentary that she put um, out. Okay, it was good. Um, but I'm like, I still had so many questions. Like, and I pro like, like even if I was able when when I'm able to get her on the podcast, like I probably wouldn't even want to record it because there's so much stuff that I want to ask and know that she probably won't say on the podcast. Like I literally study certain people's interviews. Um, and just when I ask certain questions, just to ask certain questions and see what they're going to, you know, how they're going to work or wait, work their way around not answering it. And she, I guess had so much media training and been doing this since she was a kid that like, she, does it so effortlessly without like, and you don't even realize she didn't even answer your question. Um, mm. 
So I would definitely just want to talk to her and and just see because um, that whole family, like I'm not able to talk to Michael, but Janet's still alive and no one wants to talk to Jermaine or Tito. So <laughs> right, right, no. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but she's been through so much, even just with the these marriages, and I know that she was saying she see still practicing she's still practicing like she was saying that she just can't get it right and she's she said on the thing that like she has a problem with when she gets into relationships she gets into relationships with people that are addicted to stuff addicted Uh, to like drugs drugs and stuff stuff, alcohol drugs whatnot and and that's and it may not be she may not have realized it at the time but then going after she's already in the relationship she realized that they have an addiction damn yeah Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, you need to get that right. Like, yeah. So I, I, I assume that's why her last relationship ended. But and then she didn't even talk about the last relationship. She didn't didn't speak of it at all. That's what I wanted to know, Janet. Why didn't she? You know, like yeah. how. You, so there's that. Um, and I've met a lot of people, so it's kind of hard to say. But I would want to sit down with Kanye right now, just to mm-hmm. check on. He need a hug. Uh, <laughs> um, and just see because i like i was telling somebody because they were saying something like in a sense negative about him and i was like in a sense defending i'm like he's just speaking from his pain and he's reacting from a hurt place um and you know and a lot of us do do those type of things or whatever and then yeah, the people man. what was that no, I I just think that uh people are so quick to scrutinize uh people in the limelight like that, and I'm always just like, man, like we we have no idea how it is to 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 live life in, under that scope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it would it would be so much more difficult. I, I'd assume, you know, I have no idea what it's like, so I'm not really quick to scrutinize anybody or believe like what what I hear about yeah. people and stuff like that. You know, through media and stuff like. Cause a lot of it is convoluted, you know, people could say anything and it could be, it could turn into a story, exactly. you know, it's factual. So I try to take everything with a grain of salt and consider like that. These are still people too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to be in a lot of those positions. So try not to try not to scrutinize or be quick to at least. And then the last person I would probably say would be R Kelly. Oh, really? Yeah. Why do you want to sit down with R Kelly? Because I like he, I think he's a musical genius. And I don't know if we ain't supposed to listen to him still, but I'm gonna play bumping and grinding. Uh, <laughs> but like I, I, I like, but and I feel that, and I remember having this conversation with somebody that, as black people, we gave R. Kelly so many passes. <laughs> oh, because yeah. he was black, um, and it, like we ignore like whether what he did is true or not. Allegedly, you know, I'm not trying to get my podcast taken down, uh, but but allegedly true or not, um, I think that that's irrelevant to the fact that he is a genius and that uh, hurt people hurt people. And he's been through some things like the, he's admitted that he really doesn't know how to read or write, but like he's able to, you know, create a, a complete song. He, you know, like he's not smart in certain things. and He's done things to hurt people. But I think that sometimes... Um, I'm not saying in his case, but it's sometimes we do certain things and a lot of times it's not about the other person that we're hurting or the things that we're doing. It's not a, it's not about you. Yeah, I might have hurt you, but it, you know, it wasn't about you. 
I did something because I needed to do this or whatever the case is. And it's not personal. Mm, word. Yeah, I really, um, I didn't grow up listening to his stuff. So I have no like loyalty to, <laughs> to <laughs> Kelly's music. Like, you know what I'm saying? I really, I, I believe I could fly was probably like, you know what I heard most, but it's crazy because a lot of people are really like attached to his music and I'm just not. Yeah, it's music. just, I don't know. Just, and, and it's not even a lot of the, like, I wish one of like that record, like, when his mom, his songs about his mom passing or whatever, like that's just a, a, a great record. And he's written records and hits for almost everybody, you know, from Mariah to Whitney to, you know. So I, I don't know. I just think he's a, he's a musical genius and he's done, you know, a lot of, probably done a lot of bad things, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like most of the, the, the greats are a little trouble-minded. Yeah, I mean, um, I would say so. Obviously, uh, you know, some things just there's there's no pass for you feel me? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't don't get it twisted. I'm not giving him a pass. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to save this podcast, yo. Like, no, no, no. But I think um, I, I would I would agree. You know, like I said, it's uh, tough to be um, to to try to navigate those larger platforms like a normal person. And I'm sure it has some type of effect you know on your mental when you're being scrutinized on a day-to-day especially if you're like an outspoken person like Mm -hmm. Kanye you know it gets to you at at some point no matter like how confident you are or how sure of yourself you are um and I try to take that into consideration but some shit is just not okay for real for real I don't agree with anything that he has done Um, but at the same time he's not with any situation that anybody puts in like everybody has to to what part did you play in this? Like some of these parents are blaming solely him. When in reality, like you sent your daughter oh, out oh. there, she's a teenager by herself. What? And you heard the stories before that he did this stuff. So, it, you know, so it's like, yeah, he's probably a predator, probably a monster. But why did you allow your child to go to these places and do these, you know? Like where well, I feel what you're saying, bro. Yeah, like where, like where is the thought process in that? Because not my daughter. I would never. I might want to have a dinner with R. Kelly just to pick his brain about certain things. Like I think about, I think about that stuff with like serial killers. Like what, what goes on in your brain? Yeah, that, yeah. Like, is it a ment? Like, do you have a mental disability? Like, is it a mental thing? Like, so that's my thought when I want to sit down and have R. Kelly. Like, what? Like, you have to know what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. So, but yeah. what? But something about you still did it anyways. Why? Like, did you feel any type of remorse? Did you, you know? I'm just curious. But like these parents, like my daughter, I would never allow my daughter to <laughs> sit with R. Kelly or anybody that's done something like that. So I yeah, don't. I think I think man, when you um, when you uh are given like an opportunity like that to you know just how you're talking about R. Kelly right now is like a musical genius, and he was like on top of the world, you know, mm-hmm. and to be, to have an opportunity for, for your kid to like work with him and think, you know, their, uh, their future is at stake, you know, or, or this could make or break their future. This could change their life, their, their family's life. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's probably a lot they weren't thinking about, you know, and, and, uh, they probably just, I would imagine, you know, had tunnel vision when it's like, you know, you look at you ignore a lot of the, even with people get scammed on the internet and everything, right? It's just like, yeah, you have a chance to win like a million dollars. So you click this link that you know is going to send a virus <laughs> in your phone and, and yeah. <laughs> somebody's taking over your Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
people are just blinded, I think, sometimes, you know. Um, but you can spend all day, you know, pointing fingers with that situation. That's, that's, like a, that's a whole, like, can of worms, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, again, like, what? Perspective, man. I feel like we've been yeah. talking about, like, perspective. That's the whole topic of this. This uh, uh, We know the name know, of the podcast. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, but, but, yeah, no, man, I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me and, and, uh, and, and doing this doing this interview conversation i know i don't know what you like to call it but <laughs> i like to go with conversation like okay. yes i ask people questions interview questions however i like to get my input too so i want it to be more yeah. easygoing yeah yeah i i appreciate it i what, what inspired you to start something like this it honestly it it happened i got on i went on somebody else's podcast and i it really enjoyed it and i never wanted a podcast i never wanted to do that however i always wanted a tv show um so um, 10 years ago, I had a chance to be on the real world, and I was going to do that. And then um, I remember going to church, um, and Nisi Nash was there, and she had said something about um, when you get on certain reality shows and TV shows and stuff like this, like you have to put on a persona. And once you put that persona on, you have to stay with that persona that you put on. And yeah. I know, I watched the real world and stuff and all these things, and I'm like, well, do I really, like the character that I would play do I want to do that for the rest of my life or rest of my, you know, where people see me like, I, I don't want to do that. So for that reason, I didn't end up doing the, the, the real world. Um, and I always knew that I wanted a show. I always knew. So fast forward after doing the podcast, I was going to help the dude do the podcast and I'm a life coach. I do like market managing and managing stuff, um, creative directing, whatnot. So I was going to help him with his stuff, and I'm telling him he wants to do this, but I'm like, you don't have enough time to do that. Like, there's no way that you're going to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish in this amount of time. Um, like, And he just didn't want to listen, and he uh, got upset with me. So I was like, we're just not going to work together. Like, you know, like that's, it's, you know. And yeah. everybody started telling me, like, oh, you just do your own. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, yeah, just do your own. And I'm like, no. Nah. So then I'm just like, let me just lean in, you know? You yeah. Know? And, yeah, the rest is history. I just did it. And it was just so easy not to do it after that. Word. Yeah. Word. Everything Word. just fell into place. Yeah, I got, like, and, like, the artist Samo, like, I was like, okay. When I launched it in February, I was like, this is the artist. Or I'm this is the artist that I want for sure on. And then two months later he did the podcast and I'm like, Oh snaps. What now? Like <laughs> kind of thing, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, what do I go from here? Um, so, and that was last year, um, February. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to really be able to, I granted, I have anybody from anybody from any type of walk of life come on my podcast, but being that I used to work in the music industry with certain artists, and I see how hard it is for newer artists to actually get their shine. I wanted to kind of create a platform where I can have them come on and I can play their music and kind of give them a spotlight in a sense. Word. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And I'm sure any other artist you have on here, you know, feels the same because it's definitely a constant hustle. Yes. You know, 24-7, you know, co committing all your time, energy your life to this at least at least that's the case for me you know so i appreciate you know any extra light that's shed on what i'm doing what i got going on you know what i've devoted my life to so uh yeah shout out to you man Thank shout you. out shout out to the podcast um and, and i really appreciate you having me for sure bro so before i let you go what what's next for you and where can people find you 
what's next so i'm i'm releasing a single at the end of every month okay. um i guess i'll i'll say the the single i'm releasing at the end of this month is well is this releasing this month it is releasing this month so okay okay so at the end of this month i'm releasing a single called stay around okay um i haven't i haven't even announced that yet so um we got an exclusive yeah, a little, a little. You need the uh, the air horn joint. <laughs> do you release on like what day do you are you gonna release it on? Um, I'm thinking of doing the last day of the month, the 31st, because this podcast will probably be out on the 28th or the 29th. So yeah, I think I'm gonna do it the 31st. Yeah, that's looking like the date. Okay. Yep. So then. dropping on Thursday. Um. So yeah, stay around. I'm really excited about that uh, record, man. I think it's gonna be uh. Even better than still practice a little more heartfelt, um, but still a vibe, you know, gotta gotta make a vibe. But every month I'm releasing a single this year. So that's really my content rollout. Um, so just be on the lookout. I got a lot of uh, shows coming up. Uh, well, not a lot because I did a lot last year and I'm easing up, but mm-hmm. I got some shows coming up uh, next month in the city. Um, and, and hopefully I can get out and, and travel to some places and, and do some shows elsewhere. Um, but but yeah man just just looking to stay stay focused on on the goal uh and and keep taking this to the moon you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm very sure of where i'll be ultimately and i just i'm keep i'm gonna keep working towards that um and and yeah you hopefully hopefully uh you know you're there for to to witness the journey and uh of course we'll have to have it on again yeah man i'll definitely come back and anybody else you know listening and tuning in you know um be a part because it's it's happening man you know what i'm saying like the only thing that's stopping me is me you feel me so and i'm not stopping me <laughs> i feel that um so yeah that's the plan that's that's what's next man you know the same the same focus even more focus this year um investing in myself even more as far as time as far as money like just going hard with it like this is far from a game for me bro you know and uh and i'm just and i'm just determined um and and I, I think I have so much more to give as an artist and uh, such such potential. You know, I'm I'm so far from where I'll uh, where where I'll be. You know, from as far as my my creative side, I think um, I have so much more to learn um, and, and so much more to offer. Um, and, and I think everybody's gonna see that. You know, as they as they stay tuned in for the whole year, man, I'm excited to see how everybody's rocking with the new singles. Um, and and I'll be putting out some visuals too. So. That's yeah, man, definitely, definitely stay tuned. We got a lot of action going on uh, this this uh, this, year. this whole year. My my brother too, a part of Sound Council, he's dropping every every uh, year too, and I'm producing like all of his music. Um, so you got to stay tuned in the Jesse Council. Um, yeah, man, just vibing out all year long, and I can't wait for for y'all to hear it. For sure. And then, where can people find you? Uh, so I'm Josiah Council on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, all of those places, Instagram. You type in Josiah Council anywhere. You, and spell you it for the viewers me. just so they don't spell it wrong. Yeah, please don't spell it wrong. It's with a Z, not yeah. a S. It's J-O-Z-I-A-H. Council is C-O-U-N-C-I-L, like city council. Um, and, and you can go to josiahcouncil.com grab some merch you can uh you know just stay tuned with my latest releases um as well as uh as well as just you know view my catalog and and everything else um and 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 there's all the links there that you that you need if you want to keep up stay tuned 
Perfect. And y'all can find me at Terrell Garnett underscore or TerrellGarnett.com and get the new playlist that's out now um, called Terrell Garnett Presents Vibes Old Separate. And we out. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.